0: Am I rightster or am I wrong? I am 100% thankful for sports, mental health, well-being. Got a chance to yell at the TV. It was absolutely excellent. The MLB, though, is in trouble. They are toast. The NBA has a social justice controversy, but it's not affecting anything. The NFL and college football, these face shields are absolutely ridiculous. And Antonio Brown gets eight games and it's the right decision. Am I right or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society and pop culture meet daily fire facts only. Check your feelings at the door. This ain't the place for the left, the right, snowflakes or social justice warriors and absolutely none of the BS. I keep it 100. Make sure that you leave a thumbs up. Make sure you share it with a friend and most importantly, leave a comment. I will get back with you. And shoot me an email, gwpodcast at unafraidshow.com. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend and listen to the Pac-12 Apostles podcast podcast. And you can find me on Fox Sports Radio on Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m., and weekdays filling in as well. And don't forget, over the next eight weeks, we're giving away two Amazon gift cards. So all you have to do is leave a rating, tweet out the podcast to your followers, or hit it on Facebook as well, and make sure you tag The Unafraid Show. But where we're going to start out today is the coronavirus. This is the wildest thing that I have ever seen in my life, because just the varying uh, voices and opinions about this is crazy. This likens me to like this is more extreme, I should say, than the greatest of all time. The GOAT debate in the NBA. Because the NBA, all you get is Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Bill Russell, the occasional Magic Johnson. Aside from that, like people aren't really going to like stand on the tables fighting you about this. But with the coronavirus, it, like you would think it would be. Well, at first it was people that were it's everything. And then you have people that said it was nothing. Now you have. Fifty freaking different conspiracy theories. Everything from Bill Gates and back and vaccines to hydrochloroquine. Uh, It's about the election. Uh, It's underreporting, overreporting. The media doesn't want sports. I mean, fifty different conspiracy theories. I mean, those are just the mainstream ones. I've never seen anything like this. I know I'm super young, but at the same, it's wild. Like the varying degrees of what people really think about this. Like people don't think have this many different opinions about, I mean, even religions. There's like four or five main ones. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Four or five goat opinions. But about the coronavirus, ah, 50, 100, 000. Everybody has their explanation. How long does it live on the surface? Anything. It is just absolutely wild. There's no take except for the fact that it is wild. Um, But sports are back, though. Hockey's getting ready to start. MLB has started, even though it won't finish. The, The NFL is supposed to start, but the NBA came back. And I will tell you, it was great for the soul, my mental health, and my entertainment. And I know it was for you guys as well. Because we need a distraction from all this craziness going on out in the world. And I'll tell you, for one, I was yelling at the TV I was happy. I mean, like, this is what we've wanted. I mean, the Lakers won. Great game with the Clippers. We saw some spectacular things. I mean, we have seen amazingness since sports has been back. Even the Joe Kelly suspension for the Dodgers, which was absolutely asinine and one of the worst baseball decisions in a while because the Astros did all the cheating, but then baseball tries to... uh tries to police itself and then those guys get suspended it's craziness but the good part about it is that we had something to be mad about everybody now has a common enemy in the well in joe well in the astros or the dodgers them being mad like you have a common enemy and my family we were all watching the game together And I got a little irritated because people were bothering me during the game. Wife asked me to make a bottle for the bait, all this stuff. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to watch the game. Leave me alone. And it was absolutely fantastic. The only downside is like reality kind of hit me because said, I don't know how long this is going to last. How long is this really going to last? Because I have a ton of confidence high level of confidence that the nba will finish they've been vigilant they had a great plan with the bubble and it has been executed flawlessly so far even low williams going to magic city the fact that it was exposed and now he has to quarantine is the perfect solution right like that's optimal that's how you get sports played in a bubble that's the only way to get it done at this point in time because major league baseball is suspect right now. We've gotten a weekend, but how many of us are truly confident that they're going to be able to finish because we have already seen, uh, as John Heyman reported, the Brewers' home opener versus the Cardinals is being postponed because of an unknown number of Cardinals players tested positive for COVID-19. And the Cardinals played in Minnesota on Wednesday. And the Bills have already sent their rookies home after coronavirus tests positive after a few of those huh how does that make sense so that's why my confidence level actually i'll just give you my confidence level on all the sports mlb suspect we've made it a week but mm, i I mean it's on a day-to-day basis it'll last as long as it lasts buster only was probably right five percent chance it starts zero percent chance it finishes They had a chance to play in a bubble, screwed up. NHL, very high confidence. So if you are looking for a sport to watch when MLB finishes, switch on over to hockey. Playoff hockey is really good Uh, because they're starting in a bubble right now as as well. And they had the advantage of learning what the NBA did and putting in testing and procedures as well. NHL will be fine, provided they don't do anything stupid. NFL, sketchy, super sketchy. The Bills already sent their rookies home. And if MLB, if MLB can make it, then you have a possibility NFL can make it, right? But MLB is looking super suspect already. They have a chance, but the MLB smaller. NFL has more guys. That's why it's sketchy, which is even lower than suspect for the MLB. Uh, college football is beyond sketchy because colleges may end up closing because of the inevitable outbreaks like Greek Row, which we'll talk about in a minute. High school. I've talked with two ADs in California yesterday. Both of them are doubtful. And if there is ball in the spring in January, February ish, then parents may not even be able to go to the games, which is Oh, interesting, because would you let your kid play football if you can't be in the stands? Yeah, states are already delaying and everything. So that's my confidence level. Moving on to the NBA jerseys and the social justice. There were a lot of people who were very upset about this. (sighs) They have three options. They either have to get with it, get over it or get run over by it because these things aren't going anywhere. And truthfully, is, it's still the same game. You can enjoy it. They didn't change the dimensions of the court. They didn't add a four-point shot. All they did are they're taking some demonstrations before the game, sometimes in the post-game interview. Other than that, nothing has really changed. They got stuff on the back of the jersey. What does it matter? It's an ad to you. Because there's this thing that's called ad blindness that people will, that if you own a website, or have anything to do with advertising, then you understand. Ad blindness is, if you scroll down a web page, uh, if you're reading an article, your eyes have become accustomed in our brains to skipping through the ads. So that's why they make them pop-ups. That's why they embed video that pops up at the bottom the way you have to watch it. Because our eyes and our brains are being trained to ignore those ads. And that's what's happening with the NBA. If you just let it go, forget about it, don't let it bother you, it'll be okay, and it will just turn into ad blindness for you. Because I don't want to hear from fake fan outrage guy. Because what can really make you stop liking sports? I've read so many people, I'm never watching sports again. Never watching the NBA again. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Because if you are a true sports fan, Sports are different. They get in your heart. They get in your soul. They get in your family's soul. What could really turn you off? Something can turn you off from your team, but can something, if you're a diehard football fan, can something make you not like football? No. No, not really. You may switch teams, but football in general, no. You either love it or you don't. Same way with the NBA. Nothing can make you do it. There's kneeling, then the game is played. Just watch the game. Because truth be told, there's so many people that would talk about the NBA in China, human rights violations. And I talked to a coach who coached over there in China in the camps. The things that were written in the ESPN article are 100 percent true. That person saw it with their own eyes, experienced it and was a coach over there. So, yes, the NBA has a blind spot with China. I have been on record saying, yes. Yes, they have a blind spot with China, but also like let's not be hypocritical in this because our country has a blind spot as it relates to China, too. We owe them over a trillion dollars. We over a one hundred thousand jobs in the United States are reliant upon China's trade. One hundred and five billion dollars in trade goes over there to Uh, money comes back to the U S and if they shut that off, then yes, we would be crippled as well. So let's not act like that. We're high and mighty because everybody has blind spots that doesn't excuse it. The NBA needs to fix it, but the NBA has a blind spot with China. The NFL has a blind spot with concussions and player safety and did for decades MLB steroids they let it go by and then try to adjudicate it after and pretend like they're sitting on the high horse and college football and in the indentured servitude of the players that's their blind spot yeah these things are naturally overlooked but that's their blind spot and I cannot and so many people tweeted out oh the NBA ratings are going to tank they're going to die all this. Look at the ratings last night. They doubled from normal TNT games. Like, this is a bad summer for social justice haters, boy. You, Like I said, get with it or just get over it. Just let it, just see it, take its course, it'll be okay. And, or get run over by it if you're trying to stop it or get in the way. I have a serious question for you guys. If the MLB... Can't stop postponements and cancellations, which they've already had the St. Louis Cardinals who are uh, postponing a game. The Miami Marlins, Yankees, Orioles, all these teams have already had postponements or cancellations. And this is a physically distant sport, not just socially. It's physically distant. How are you supposed to play any type of football? Not in a bubble, which, you, which you can't do. How? How? And don't give me the I'm rooting for the virus BS. Do you have a legitimate answer? If you do, hit me up on Twitter. If you do, shoot me an email. uh, at GWpodcast.unafraidshow.com if you really have an answer. Because I'm searching for one. I'm looking for it. Like, I want sports. I just can't figure out a way that football can happen. But there is a way they're trying to make it happen. That is with these silly face shields. You know the ones, because players will wear a visor sometimes. Not many, only a few. And then they have this whole face shield. I tweeted it out on Twitter. I'll put it a link to it in the podcast description. This face shield, this thing is utterly outrageous. It's a big plastic shield that goes covers your entire face. In theory, it is a great idea. The problem is this was designed by somebody who's never in their life played football, or put on a helmet. First thing is, think about goggles. People who've worn goggles. What happens when it gets a little steamy in there? It fogs up. First thing, fogs up. Second thing is, football is played in the beginning of the season when it is tremendously hot. It is already tough enough to get enough air in the helmet already. And then you put on a visor, cuts off a certain amount of air. Airflow that is put on a face shield. You are going to need to put in mandatory breaks in a game, depending on the temperature, like they did in the Rio Olympics for soccer. Do you remember when they had to stop the games when it was over a certain degrees, just to give the players additional water and breaks So they didn't overheat. Well, you're going to have some breaks in football. Otherwise you're going to have dudes passing out. Hey, it is, I I get we're looking for solutions. I get it. But the practicality of the actual application of it by the players, that's why the players have said they hate it. Because and people can't understand because they've never put on a helmet with a visor. You can't freaking breathe, man. <sighs> um on a side note, there is an outbreak on USC's campus. 40 people have gotten COVID on Greek row. Don't give me the statistics about how young people aren't going to die and all of this stuff. Because if colleges have enough, you're going to have millions of cases if they're on campus and inevitably some people are going to die, whatever percentage it is. Here is the thing. If you are trying to play football, you have to keep the football players from getting it. Because there are mandatory procedures in place. That's my whole point. There are procedures in place that players have to quarantine, test negative, all of this. Come on now. It's not going to be the Corona conspiracy theorists on the team who mess college football up. It's going to be Greek row, the college campuses, their students on campus. That's why pushing it back is the optimal scenario. That way you can get the school under control before you try to play football. Like I said yesterday on the pod, go back and listen to it. You cannot start and stop college football. You can delay a couple weeks if you need to pause it, which is a good thing the SEC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 have all decided to go to conference-only schedules because it's smart. I mean, I... I just can't for the life of me see how other people can't see how this is the optimal scenario and why they believe that returning college students and trying to play college football at the same time is even plausible because it's not. You are going to have the regular students who don't have much to lose, who want to party, who want to have sex, who want to do whatever, enjoy their college experience because they're not going to die. Mess up college football. Lasting up. Um, We have Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has found out that he what his punishment is going to be. I talked about it last week that he was being held in professional purgatory by the NFL. They had taken almost a year to figure out what the punishment for him and his uh, non crimes were going to be because they haven't. They're not crimes out in the real world, apparently, because he's not been arrested, not been any of these things. But he has had some incidents that are conduct detrimental. So he ended up getting suspended eight games, which I am a okay with because he was he had lost his damn mind and sometimes getting hit with some punishments is the only way for people to say, oh, wait, hold up. I need to wake up and see the good part is I believe is that his punishment starts week one, whether he's on a roster or not. So I'm a okay with that it will be good to hopefully he can keep his head on straight and he can play back in the NFL, but it is finally time that they figured out the matter. Am I right or am I wrong? Catch you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Make sure you send it and share it with a friend and follow the podcast. Peace out.